What's up, everyone? If you want to see us doing these podcasts, go to our profile section, click on the Patreon link, and become a patron. Not only will you get the visual element, but we also have BTS or behind the scenes footage of what goes down after the podcast. <laughs> go ahead and join us, and we look forward to seeing you over there. Well, times are a changing, changing, right? Because times they are a changing. They are. So, were y'all were were people celebrating this stuff in the street? Um, Where y'all were at? Yeah, they were. I not I wasn't out there, but I heard about people being out in the streets. I'm sorry, I'm just turning my volume. Mm -hmm. I saw. Videos of people. For, I'm in the. Don't want people. Well, you already know. I'm in the Jersey City, New York area, and yeah, they were out. They were out partying. I, and I saw a lot of masks in the videos that I saw, um, but they were out there celebrating. Um, and I was just watching from my phone, you know, mm-hmm. from, from the crib. And that's no judgment at all. I, I mean, even even you know, Sitting to be honest, even if there wasn't COVID, I don't even know if I would have been out there still. You know what I mean? Right. Because the other thing was, I was like, I don't know who's mad. And who ain't? You know what I mean? So and you know, like, I'm I'm here in Texas, so right, exactly. I ain't trying to be out there. With that. Exactly. You know, we gotta watch out because bombers and, and shooters. Yeah, and all. just people. I think it's crazy. But I actually I'm, did see. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I actually did see a lot of Trump supporters driving around with their flags mm. and like honking and doing all this so, yelling out their windows and stuff. I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, we're doing we're doing this, okay? Right, right. right. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know about this. This is kind of at the time y'all are watching this. This may be old news, but Chris Christie, um, he Chris says Christie. President Trump needs to show proof of his various claims of electoral fraud, or else Republicans can't do this anymore. Show us, because if you yeah. can't show us, we can't do this. We can't mm-hmm. back you blindly without evidence. Wow. wow. I guess the fifth year is the charm, but yeah. Wow. So, right, right, yeah. right. I mean, it's a big know, deal. I, I, yeah, it hear is. about all the voter fraud and all sorts the of dude almost died from from COVID. I guess that woke right. him up. <laughs> right, right. I, I heard something about the machines were like putting in illegal votes or something. Just all types of shit. I was like, listen. Where's the proof? You know what, what's going on? So where's the proof? And the thing is. His supporters are blindly following him. So yeah, yeah. all over Twitter, I'm looking Who's at this. Who's the light-skinned biracial right, boy? Right. Uh, <laughs> who's that? I'm sorry. Is this somebody who, is this somebody who's Do you who's maybe on? know who I'm talking about, Demarcus? I don't. Yes. I don't. No, I'm kidding. Um, his name is, and I will say, his name is Christian Walker. That's exactly, he's Herschel Walker's son, yeah. The famous football player. Uh, uh-huh, what he say? He's a license, he's a gymnast. He's like, and he's always like, um, y'all need to, uh, I don't know oh, if you, do you know the clip I'm talking about to Marcus? He was like, I'm pulling it up right now. It. Yeah, I can't, I can't even do it the way he. I did hear the Herschel Walker's a Trump supporter, so I guess his son is too. And he's a flaming Michael. homosexual, though, too, which is. Oh. He is, here, here, I'm just going. Please. I'm voting for Donald Trump because as a citizen of the country, I'm over right to come before illegal aliens. I'm voting for Donald Trump because I deserve the opportunity to prosper financially without being taxed at 90% by radical Democrats who hate success. I'm voting for Donald Trump because he supports our police and wants to ensure our safety. Donald J. Trump cares about America. He doesn't feel the need to bow down to terroristic mobs like BLM hell-bent on destroying the country. I'm thankful I live in the greatest country in the world, and I plan on keeping it that way. Trump 2020, keep it great. I'm voting for Donald Trump. <laughs> he is a strong white woman. And I, he, I he reminds me of he reminds me of Bobby Lights. Is that his name? Bobby, Bobby Lights. Lights. Yeah, I know you talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Bobby Lights is, feels more black in his energy to me. Oh but, no, he absolutely, absolutely he does. I think it's something in their tone or something about the movement. I don't know. It's, Anyways, it's, it's, that's it's, my first time ever seeing him. <laughs> oh, I never seen it's him before. Stereoty- you ain't missing nothing. It's the stereotypical gay affectations for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. that's basically, not even the video. This... The video I'm talking about is the one. It's basically the same thing. We don't even need to pull it up and give more. Yeah, I'm not going to. It's basically, <laughs> it's basically him talking about after the election happened, like uh-huh. Trump, like how, like 
this is not over. We're gonna, we're, it's this one. That's exactly the one. Yeah. Was going, one. going to court and stuff. Yeah, he's like, it's not yeah. over. It's not over because, and even if he, even if Biden did become your president, it wouldn't be your president until January 1st or whatever. He's going into a whole thing. <sighs> and it's like, it's, it's, he's an exceptional tumbler. Like he can really, he's highly skilled. Um, Does his look, father support him? Does he? They've done. Him? They've done hella interviews. I assume together. so. I haven't oh, watched okay, it. Okay. Well, but good. I saw a lot of thumbnails with him doing interviews, and the headlines were like, um, "What does Herschel Walker think about his son being a cheerleader?" Apparently, the boy's a very successful um, male cheerleader. Okay. So it's like a thing. So um, mm. he's also an idiot. So yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, that is the case. Listen, I'm over that. I'm over all of it. To be quite honest. But um, times are changing. <laughs> so, there are a lot of black. No, what, one thing that is changing is I'm noticing more and more. Mm-hmm. I think black men. There's a generational curse upon us where that we're still breaking slowly. It's it's on some like I was talking with a friend of mine how magic is real. Mm-hmm. Maybe not swirling lights all around, but curses are so real. Mm-hmm. And one curse that is upon us is the curse that black men have where. We feel like we can't be whole people. Mm-hmm. And so we feel like we, like we worship toxic masculinity. Of mm-hmm. course, I don't mean every single one of us, obviously. But there are so many um, black male Trump supporters. And, and I read articles. I didn't even need an article to tell me this. They were attracted to Trump's toxic masculinity, the whole mm-hmm. tough guy thing, even though so much evidence like, would support the contrary of that, that he's really mm-hmm. not so tough at all, but more spoiled, whiny brat who can't mm-hmm. take like whatever. But... Um, yeah, but there's a lot of, like, I've noticed a rise in hotepism and like, mm-hmm. just like, I noticed like a lot of mis- misog- misogynistic sentiment, like very anti-black woman sentiment. Mm-hmm. I've noticed very anti-LGBTQIA. <laughs> it's, it's always been there, but it's gone up along with the Trump stuff. So it's like mm-hmm. Trump not only emboldened the white racist, but like black patriarchal misogynists who want to get mm-hmm. as close to white, they want to be white man adjacent as much as possible. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm talking about? Have you, have you mm-hmm. seen like some of what I'm talking about, like on social media or in real yeah, life? I've, yep. I've seen it in real life. I've definitely seen it on social media. Um, and I've seen it increase um, when Kamala came into the picture, mm-hmm. you know, when Biden, when Biden shows her as, as his vice P, his VP. Um, and so it's, it's exhausting, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not surprised about it. And I think it's just another hurdle that we're gonna have to overcome. I don't know how mm-hmm. we can change people's mindsets to be more accommodating to the differences that we share and how to destroy that toxic masculinity, but I don't I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm I'm kinda at a place now where I feel like like all of this stuff is just gonna continue to be in a swirl of, you know, activity and events. And forever. <laughs> I know that might sound like kind of kind of dreary, but you know, I, mm-hmm. all I know is that I, I, I want to continue to be a voice and be a persona that can be the opposite of that. You know what I mean? Even if that means speaking to friends and family members, like even with, um, I, I had a, I was joking. I, I I I addressed it in a joking way with one of my brothers because he was really going hard and hard with Kamala Harris, and I was like, why is? He and I just have to say this to people watching, Kamala. So, Kamala, Kamala, yeah. Kamala Harris. Why yeah. is he going in so hard on Kamala Harris? Because um, he was talking about her, her, her reputation and the stuff that she's done in the past, which actually is legit <clears throat> in the sense of what of she's course. done. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was like, but you're not even going on, on Joe Biden that hard. When and his stuff is hella legit. It, it is, it is, isn't it? It, yeah. it? it is. And so I feel like he, and at first I was like, he just got a thing against black women. So I was ready to yep. address that with him. But yeah. then, yeah. to my surprise, you know, so whatever, whatever, to Kamala. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he was like, actually, the person he should have chose was Stacey Abrams or Abrams, Abrams. I don't know. So he's a huge fan of Stacey Abrams. My whole point of even bringing up this, this issue is just to say that I'm prepared to have these hard conversations, even with family members and friends, when they start to exhibit characteristics and, and, ta- and talking about, you know, these things that are tearing other people down. And I would expect them to do yeah. the same with me, too. You know, and I feel like that's all I can do at this point. You know what I mean? Because people are just out there saying all types of shit. And like you said, from the Trump administration, it has emboldened so many different perspectives that I feel is just tearing society apart. And if having Biden and Harris, who I'm not a big fan of either of them, um, in leadership can help to change 
the direction of the narrative. I'm for that, but we'll see. So, so to your point, what do you feel, both of you, about the people who are like, like y'all so excited, but nothing's gonna change. Like you, they just, they might, you might as well have voted for Trump. It ain't no different. Da 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 da. da. Do you feel like there's truly no difference between Biden and Kamala versus uh, Trump Pence? My thing is, if there was no difference, the world wouldn't care. Like, literally, people around the world are celebrating the fact that Trump is not going to be in office. And although mm-hmm. I know that being a president is no more, at least in my, in my opinion, being, than being a figurehead for the people, you're, he is still a representative of a country. Mm-hmm. And so when you have someone who is in office who has that much influence over people who, let me, let me be careful. Um, <laughs> so we know that there, <laughs> we know that there are people out there who have a very, they're very influenced, easily influenced by others. Mm-hmm. And so when you know that there's a country full of people like that, mm-hmm. then it's very dangerous to have someone in the White House who is as dangerous as Trump is. Mm-hmm. So um, it, for, for people to say, and Eric, I, I know you were on Twitter the other day when we saw this, for people mm-hmm. to say shit like when black people think racism is over because Biden won, Mm-hmm. No one said that. Like nobody ever, <laughs> nobody even thought that. And mm-hmm. that has nothing, that's not even the issue. We just needed someone who wasn't a racist bigot in the White mm-hmm. House who's mm-hmm. uh, pushing all these other people to, to be emboldened in their hate. We need, mm-hmm. we need that out. Mm-hmm. We don't want four more years of that. And mm-hmm. so we know that Biden and Kamala, that may not be the greatest thing for our nation, but it's better than what we fucking had for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all. Yeah. I'm on that, that same tip. Um, I mean, if you heard the term lesser two evils, you know, we, we say mm-hmm. things like that or whatever. And I think it's absolutely a difference. I do not believe that the temperament of Biden and Kamala is the same as Trump. I don't think that they're going to make racists feel more comfortable. I don't think they're going to make people who are, you know, discriminatory as comfortable. You know what I mean? Again, they definitely have, they're problematic too, absolutely. But if we're going to put it on levels, who's more problematic? I do think that Trump and his administration is much more problematic. So we're Mm -hmm. getting that out of the way. That is a legit reason to rejoice. Can we just have a minute of reprieve? You know what I mean? Because uh, the heavy cloud is kind of pushed to the side. And now that these two are here, we're going to rejoice. We're going to be celebrate. And now once they get into office, let's investigate. You know, let's hold them accountable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And let's be about business, you know? So I don't think that they're going to come in and racism is going to end. If anything, it's kind of like maybe Trump and them were more overtly racist and Biden and them were more under the, the mm-hmm. you know, the radar or whatever. Well, now that everyone is primed and, and, is, and is heightened and are watching, well, then we're going to hold them to task. You know what I mean? So I let people celebrate. I think, I think it's a great thing. And then when it's time to fight again, which is going to be time to fight again, then we will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's how I see it. And things will, I think that is a change. It, I'm, so, the, I'm looking at Deere's face. About, I don't know what Deere's re- reacting to, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I, he said something that reminded me of, I'm going to send it to you guys. I'm it to you. <laughs> my, my, I mean, the last thing I was going to say was the big, one of the big things I had, and I guess I'm being redundant now, but one of the big things I had against the whole Trump administration is how they made the country feel as a whole. You yep. know what I mean? And how the whole temperament and the, the, the barometer mm-hmm. of, the emotions was, you know what I mean? And like you, like DeMarcus said, people are on the street dancing. Now, you know, I don't, they're not, maybe not necessarily dancing for Biden and Kamala, but there's just that, that, you know, Trump has been defeated, hopefully, because there's still some shit going on with that. But, um, but you, you can't deny the shift of the, Absolutely. The, the, the feelings and the emotions. And that's a good thing. At least like I told my partner, I don't think for a second that the historical number of votes was because people love Biden and Kamala so right. much. It's because right. people hate Trump so much. Right. Like you right. said, it's a real thing. Like one thing that always stood out to me is I, I know people who are like, show me the evidence. Like you guys are being so hyperbolic. Trump is not a Nazi. Your lives really haven't changed much. Like is, he's not a racist. One thing that stands out to me is how much racist people loved him, but also the multiple times when he was confronted by because multiple news anchors were like, will you renounce, denounce, you know, mm-hmm. defy, d- like voice your disdain, whatever for white supremacist groups. He would always stumble. And it's such an easy, 
oh yeah, I'm anti-white supremacy. He would always stumble, fumble, and then eventually fall somewhere into, well, yeah, I don't like racism. But it was like stumbling and fumbling. It's an easy mm-hmm. kind of yes or no, or like mm-hmm. they're wrong. Like, well, I just think the mm-hmm. other side, do you, you know? <laughs> do, right, it, you it, know? It was, it was just, it was just the hump, yeah. there was the stumbling, fumbling, and seeing how there's a reason why so many white supremacist groups felt so emboldened by him and it was a lot of dog whistle stuff and a lot of really yeah. subtle. Um, yeah. But what I also have learned too is that people are idiots. And <laughs> a lot of times what's so funny is when people are so passionate about a certain politician, I don't mm-hmm. understand standing politicians because they all kind of low-key suck to me. Mm-hmm. I understand the excitement mm-hmm. of, of Barack Obama for, for historical reasons, for a lot of reasons. But when people stand politicians, mm-hmm. one thing... So a lot of people I know personally, when they get so worked up, and I ask them specifically, what policies are you for or against? Usually they can't really tell me stuff. Or what they do say is just mm-hmm. bullshit that they're pulling on their ass, and I can easily um, debunk it within seconds with a Google search. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, have you actually looked that up? Is that really a factual thing? And we go and find, mm-hmm. like, no, no, it's not. Like, Trump told so many of these people that there's all this, like, phony voter fraud stuff. Do you know that for most of these people, for most of these, uh, you could, they're on video the whole time you could watch them. <laughs> right. Even other Republicans was like, no, we was here. Mm-hmm. We was here watching right. them the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just kind of crazy. And there was a video that went viral amongst conservatives of a black um, ballot counter seemingly throwing away something. Mm-hmm. He was throwing away the directions, you See? know, because he, he didn't, but it's just funny how they just are holding on to it so in some of these people are people I know in real life, mm-hmm. it's just kind of, but then there's this thing I noticed with black people and I, we have so much healing to do. Everybody does regardless <laughs> of the race, but there's this thing where our way to feel special is to be contrarian. A lot mm-hmm. of us have this thing where yes. I'm not going to do what all y'all doing, because mm-hmm. I'm not y'all doing it just because y'all black. Not me though. I do my own thing. I'm going to vote for Trump. And it's this kind of thing like, mm-hmm. nigga, that's not... <laughs> 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 like I, that is not the way. You got too much dip on your chip. This ain't the place to put that. Like that energy would be best placed elsewhere. But there's right. a lot of oh, I'm so smart because I'm not doing what all y'all do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, sometimes it's good to go with the grain. Like you right. want to like look at each individual mm-hmm. circumstance on a case by case basis. But I've just noticed mm-hmm. that there's a lot of that. I just I've, I've been really disappointed and concerned with the trend I'm seeing amongst black men. Mm-hmm. particularly straight black men, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of violence, like energetically and a lot mm-hmm. of just anger. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing black women screaming at the top of their lungs, we're not being protected, we're not valued. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing black men saying, you yes. stupid bitch, you don't deserve it. I protect mm-hmm. my light-skinned uh, girlfriend just fine and all this stuff. I'm seeing so much hate. We're the only race that does that. No other race en masse just mm-hmm. tears their women apart the way we do. Mm-hmm. No other race on that. Like, we're the only people who, who do that. And there's so much anger. Mm-hmm. There's so much... Um, yeah, it's just... I'm just concerned. But I feel like... Uh, I don't know. I really have a point to this. The more everything goes <laughs> down... One thing I've never been more confident about... My, I'm going to have to look out for me and mine. I say this every, set, every podcast now. Yeah. I'm going to have to look out for me yeah. and mine and affect change as much as I can. One thing that scares me is how so many people put everything to the president. And like right. said, yes. or, or was it Michael, one of y'all said it's pretty much a figurehead. You know, yeah. um, they do have some power, but there's so much that could be affected on local government and within communities. I think there's this yeah. thing where we, we, we still feel like, not all, because there are definitely black people doing all kinds of amazing things, but a lot of us still feel like there's this sentiment of you, the president, Obama, Trump, mm-hmm. whoever, y'all need to save us, y'all need to fix this. And I'm like, that's probably never going to yeah, happen. Um, yeah. No president you know, I mean, has ever really done that. <laughs> right. And then also, it's, it's the local level, too. You know what I mean? Speaking Absolutely. of which, depending on when this video goes up, because I'm going to try to get this out as soon as possible before mm-hmm. the other ones we start being edited. Um, Georgia, I know that, okay, for those mm-hmm. who are going for the Democratic, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, um, I think two seats need to be flipped in order to get mm-hmm. the Senate back. And that's yeah. a huge thing, because even with all this Biden and Kamala being, you know, inducted, if they don't have control of the Senate, they ain't gonna get much shit done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think we still, mm-hmm. I think the Dems still held control over the House. 
but we need those two seats for the Dems. And so yes. this is not just the presidency. There's so many things around it. You know what I mean? So there's still a lot of work to be done. There's yeah, a, so I was telling people, I was like, this is a huge election year, period. Huge. Not just yes. not just the presidency, right. but in general. And mm-hmm. we have so many opportunities because like you said, like, yeah, you know, federal level stuff, great. But we need to worry more so about what's happening within our counties yeah, and within count, our yeah. you know our states and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Get these get these assholes out of there. Like get right. them out. Mm-hmm. Um, affect that change now, so you don't have to deal with it for another eight years or however long it is. Right. And speaking of which, for, <sighs> for not knowing, where's um, what's his name from Georgia? Kent is that his name? Mm-hmm. Who who was the one that apparently had the fraud against Stacey when she was running? Yeah, Kemp. Yeah, yeah, it was Kemp. Where's he at now in terms of being elected or whatever? Like, is he? He's the governor. Yeah, he's the governor. Yeah. Yeah, he won. When when is that race? Oh. Yeah. So that was that was that race. But but I do think that if Stacey runs again, (laughs) though she does, I do think she'll win if she goes for it this time. She's done so much work. She's so much more known. She's kind of awakened and rallied her base i think yeah that, um yeah and, and and she's and i think they've kind of fixed some of the suppressive stuff that was being done because that was the race when i was out for two and a half hours i voted for her yeah but i was out for two yeah. and a half hours waiting to to vote yeah in the rain yeah, well, yeah. it was amazing they said because mm-hmm. of her her efforts and of course she had the team around her but you know mm-hmm. she's the, the leader that I think over eight hundred thousand. Am, am I exaggerating? Eight hundred thousand people were able to be voted across, able to vote. You know. Um, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it, she was. It was a lot. It was a lot, <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. to her credit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, to her credit. Yeah, and then they were also saying, I don't know how y'all feel about this narrative, but they were saying that how interesting that people are praising her now. You know, for what she mm-hmm. did to get. I'm just gonna use the words that they were saying to get this white man into office, you know, but when it was her turn running, no one was really batting for her like that about the voter suppression and trying to, you know, recount and all that type of stuff. I don't know if y'all agree with that or not, but um, I don't know. But it's the thing, most of the people who voted for Trump are white people. People of color almost unanimously voted for Biden. This is the thing. The reason why things aren't changing, and we talked about this before, People don't understand what racism is. They think racism means I hate you. I want to murder you. I want to kill you. Mm -hmm. I want to see you suffer. Biden is racist. He's not racist in the way that he wishes you or Kamala or anybody any particular harm. It's just Mm -hmm. these, we're all raised in a white supremacist system. I bring up the doll study every fucking podcast because the doll study does not prove that white Mm -hmm. people are racist and black people are not. It proves that all of us, of all races from as young as six years old, already believe as fact that white people are superior. Yes, so, and that's going to influence Absolutely. everything you do. And so most white people, this hard for them, mm-hmm. unless you do the work, you are racist by default. We have these same views in our minds unless we do the work to, to mm-hmm. we don't have the power to affect institutional racism but as, mm-hmm. as people of color. But or black mm-hmm. people, because the people of color mm-hmm. thing, I'm one of those people. I don't, I don't get down with that all the time because a lot of people of color, they be white mm-hmm. as soon as they have the chance. Um, Listen, they try to get white adjacent. Look at fast. these, vo- look at these voters in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so uh, you know, y'all think y'all so white? Y'all show enough think y'all white? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So, black. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, people they're racist. Like, there's no question. Like. Any yeah. white person you'd have is gonna likely be racist. Mm. I was just talking with a good friend of mine um, who's white, she's a white woman. I don't think she's racist in the, because she's had very, very unique life experiences and she's mm. done a lot of work. But she's mm. like, I'm still deprogramming myself, Eric. She's like, I still have to catch, she's like, it's an active thing. She's like, I don't think I'm cured. She's like, I'm extremely aware though and I catch myself. And, I, yeah. and she was like, and it's, it's a process because like it's the water we swim in. You know, it's mm-hmm. the culture that we're in. We can see it by the way. I saw this recent picture of, I mean, well, I don't know how recent the picture was, but I saw a picture recently of all these athletes and recording artists and celebrities with their wives. All their wives look the same. <laughs> they all look like a Kardashian simulacrum. Mm-hmm. So whether they were biracial, whether they were Italian, whether they were, they were, they were different races, but they all had a certain look. We worship mm-hmm. a certain kind of look. There's a thing where um, I like, we just don't realize like, 
I talk, I talk about this so much, but it just stands out to me. Like I stopped, I find this, the um, study of lineage and stuff fascinating, but I stopped mm -hmm. talking about my results and stuff publicly because I didn't like the responses I was getting because a lot of people were really, a lot of black people were way too excited about how much European I had. And, and, and I had black people, black people saying things like, I'm afraid to take the test. I'm afraid to find out that I'm all black. Mm. And they were just, this is just regular conversation. This is black people. This educated, grown black people. These people y'all know. These people y'all yeah. know. And so. Who, and, what their name is? Not playing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, ask right, I'll ask later. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's a, um, we, I just, I don't know. I'm my tolerance. Nothing's changed, and I know some for people who watch regularly or listen regularly. I, I'm a broken record, but I think my tolerance for it is lessening. Because at some point, I'm like, y'all have to wake up and peep game and see. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, it's not our fault that the system exists, but at some point, mm -hmm. we have to be aware of how what we're doing to keep promoting things and and how we're mm -hmm. complicit in this stuff and how not yeah. to keep certain things going and um mm -hmm. but we just keep like we have to educate ourselves because i don't think that in our lifetime any president is going to save us i think right. we have no. to save ourselves but i think a lot of black people they're like what well, you got like they feel like all is hopeless because right. no matter who you choose they're not going to rescue you and i'm like how about we we can pick the lesser of two evils and still yeah. have to change by doing stuff on local levels community yeah. levels like, how come nobody, like, I, my mom and dad, my mom says this a lot. She feels like um, integration really hurt us a lot. Yeah. A lot of people out here say this, because she was like, we had so much pride in ourselves as, as a community. We would do so much more. Integration brought us to this place of false equality and then brought us into this place of complacency and expecting to be saved. And, mm -hmm. and I feel like we don't, and again, there are definitely exceptions. There are black people who are definitely out there doing the work. But on mass, mm -hmm. a lot of us, I was just ranting to my partner about this. We just want someone to save us. We just want someone to save right. us. And it's, it's irritating yeah. to me. Yeah. It is. It is. I was laughing because I did this while you were talking. I was like, oh, <laughs> <But> anyways. <laughs> but um, you might have had your eyes closed. I don't want you to think I was laughing at you. No, it's but, um, good. No, I, 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 abs I absolutely agree. And it's, it's, it's just work. It's going to take a lot of work. You know what I mean? And one so, thing I wanted to throw at y'all um that's really it irks me so much it irks me so much spiritual bypassing i talked about this with the christian oh. um Cooper thing all, let's I, call the angels from africa to help us i hate i hate that's this whole thing of you're so christian that you can't um participate in uh, politics or you're so you're so spiritual i'm just gonna be up in my apartment with my crystals meditating and, and using singing tibetan singing bowls and shit and i'm not gonna participate i have a, a very close friend she's like oh politics is just too much my energy i have to protect my energy that's cowardly thank you thank you because i'm about to say something even worse but yeah that's <laughs> cowardly i'm about to call somebody out their name that's that's uh, cowardly and it's because i feel like yeah. the thing that gets me the thing that's crazy, and I posted about this a while back, mm -hmm. and I took it down because it wasn't well worded because I was asleep. But one mm -hmm. thing that bothers me is like everybody, I don't think people understand the difference between actual legitimate mental health issues mm -hmm. versus just having uncomfortable feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be uncomfortable sometimes and not have the whole world stop. Mm -hmm. I feel like the way some of our generation is, millennials and generation of Z, Z something, yeah. um, is that as soon as, and again, of course, there are people out there doing the stuff, but so many of us, as soon as things get the least bit hard, we're like, oh, I can't, I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. uh, if people felt that way, they were, if people felt that way during the civil rights movement, we'd still be, like, mm -hmm. not being able to vote. Like, at some point, mm -hmm. you gotta be a little uncomfortable and push through. Yeah. Like, unless That's you true. literally clinically mm -hmm. are, like, you know, at risk, like, if you're on the verge of suicide or something, then yeah, of course. But mm -hmm. a lot of people, like, oh, you know, my anxiety, Okay, anxiety you is know, a human emotion. Yeah, it's it, okay to have anxiety. If you have clinical anxiety, that's a very different thing than just having, than sometimes uh, feeling anxious. That's right. a human part of life, you know? 
I know we've yeah, talked yeah. about it before, and I, I definitely want to seem like I'm making light of it, but I almost feel like it's in vogue now to be anxiety, to be depressed, to be, oh, you know what I mean? I just feel like, feel you like, know, it's, it looks good on Instagram or whatever, because we're all just struggling and ho-hum and just, you know, just going to die. But um, no, that's not something to play Everybody, around. And we, DeMarcus and I think, we talked about this in our, yeah. in our right. conversation one-on-one -on -one like a week or two ago yeah. or whatever. Um, but and I was like, I'm somebody who who legitimately had clinically diagnosed PTSD. I was having yeah. legit panic attacks. I know everybody's not the same. Like, mm -hmm. Just because you got through it doesn't mean everybody can't. I'm not saying that everybody is the same. But I'm saying right. is that I'm not saying this from a place of I don't believe it's real. I know yeah. what it's like to to tell people yeah. I'm with at the airport. Y'all gonna have to go without me because I can't move. I can't breathe right now. Right. I, right. That's real. I know what that is. Right. That's not, mm -hmm. oh, I'm a little, I'm, I have anxiety. <laughs> That's right, not what that right. is. It was, I think right. I'm going to die. A real panic attack. Right. You feel like, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going, I don't know what's happening. I don't, like everybody around me was like, I don't know what to do. Oh my God, what the fuck? Like I was yeah. falling <laughs> apart. That's real, yeah. that's real anxiety, you know, right, where you can't right. breathe. But to be like, right. mm, I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm embarrassed. I don't want people to, that's not, like right. anxiety itself is an emotion. And I feel yeah. like so many people, we live in a culture now where people don't, so many, and this is the thing, I acknowledge that there are people who are out there marching, protesting, doing the work. There are a lot mm -hmm. of people who are, who are doing the thing. I know people, I know people who go see a therapist every week and are out mm -hmm. there doing a the damn thing and are like, this is hard for me. I don't like having to do with this political shit. It's mm -hmm. overwhelming, but I know the importance of this mm -hmm. and yes. I'm going to do what I got to do. And I'm and I'm a, and I and I I'm take care of myself and talk to my therapist about where I'm at my when I'm at my limit. To mm. me, that's real. Yeah. But to just throw your hands up every time stuff gets the least bit challenging, I find it infuriating because I also think it trivializes those of us who yeah. deal with legit issues. Yeah. Issues, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, people have got to deal with these issues much more effectively. And it kind of reminds me of, um, have y'all seen the, the Netflix documentary? And if we talked about it before, forgive me, I forgot. But have y'all seen the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma? I've yes. not seen it. Okay, check it out. It's it's really good. I think it, it it plays a role in this whole conversation that we're having and the way that people use social media to fuel these mm -hmm. type of things, you know, to fuel their own insecurities and their overindulgence and et cetera, et cetera. And I just, I don't know, man. It's, technology is amazing, as we already know. But I think, it's, of course, at the same time, right beside it, you know, in a parallel fashion, it's opening up doors that is really challenging society that if we do not get this in check, we're going to be fucked up for like for real, for real, the further we get deep into it. Yep. And, um, and this is just one of those issues that we're dealing with. You know mm. what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know what I would say to those people, you know, examine yourself, you know, or for those of us who are more level headed, we can be examples to them or whatever. I and I would ironically say, depending on where you um, feel mental health wise, pick your battles. Yeah. Because there are sometimes oh, yes. people, sometimes, yeah. sometimes I engage people, especially if I care enough about them and if I yeah, have the energy. And then other times I'm like, I, I don't have, I don't have it in me. I mean, I'll be just like this. <laughs> 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 Not on the day. <laughs> no, like I, recently I was talking with a good friend about how his Uber driver started talking about people in the gay, in the gay lifestyle. Oh, and I, he was like, Eric, gay just, lifestyle. he was like, he, she was saying, you know, um negative stuff and he was like i just yeah. and this is somebody who's a very strong person who speaks out and has done a lot in the community yeah but he was like eric and this i just didn't have an enemy i was like dude you ain't got to explain it to me or nobody like i get it sometimes mm -hmm. not all the time but sometimes right. um, sometimes. Yeah. sometimes sometimes always not always no sometimes that means some times Times. <laughs> <laughs> Some, sometimes right. you do, I don't. Sometimes you don't. Like I tell people, the teacher in me. If mm -hmm. I have it in me, I will admonish someone and try to correct them and um and guide them along the way. Sometimes though, yeah. I don't have it in me. Or if I could tell, if my fuse is short and I know I'm gonna be mm -hmm. angry about That's it, the one. and because yeah, I know some, sometimes if I'm if I'm <laughs> if I'm in proper alignment, um. Because it's funny, because I'm a woo-woo-ish kind of person. I just don't like when people abuse the woo-woo. If I feel like I'm in alignment energetically, and I know that I'm speaking to someone from a place of I genuinely want to help you see a different mm -hmm. perspective, mm -hmm. I'm good. But if I know I'm just pissed at you, and I want to get you together, <laughs> I know that's, that's, right. not, that's coming from a place of ego and me just wanting to feel better and putting you in your place. And I try to hold that in when I know that I'm in that yeah. place. I try to cut it off there. 
I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's not, not today. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not today. <laughs> because it doesn't do anything but make you feel better temporarily. And the other mm-hmm. person just tightens up more and clings more firmly right. to whatever it is. To what they believe. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes some of these spiritual people, I want to be like, you idiot. You fucking... You I know. <laughs> you son of a spirit are you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> son of a, especially this people, ain't no anointing. There are people I know. I think what this the past few months has shown me, there are so many people I know personally who, um, and because I know how people on the internet are, this is not directed to either one of y'all, obviously, but I feel like I have to say that. There are so many people I know personally, though, who they've expressed views. And I'm like, you are stupid like you are really stupid like i know black people in my life who like you know i voted for trump because y'all letting biden and, and um kamala use you because <laughs> they're really, they're really <laughs> the same at least no at least, i want least, trump to lose like no. that's <laughs> this nigga like, told this dude told me you know at least trump is honest about the fact that he lies all the time <laughs> that's you just sound stupid I, you have so stupid. It's so stupid. I was like, sometimes at least he's real. Right. Sometimes right. I get paralyzed by the stupidity. What? Like, <laughs> like, like I'm in an RPG and someone casts paralysis like level 10 or something. I'm like, I don't <laughs> even know what angle to it. Like, that's so stupid. Right. I don't even know how to begin to. I can't refute your logic because there is no logic in it. You right. just said he just... lies. So you believe, because he was like, at least Ice Cube, you know, Ice Cube worked with Trump because Trump said that he was going to help him. And you know, he, and he, and he, and you know, Trump, I I believe he's going to help him. But you just, you just said not, but two seconds ago that he lies all the time, but suddenly Mm -hmm. he's telling the truth is going to help black people just when it's time for him to get reelected. Right. It just, it don't make no sense. But you know, it's just. Some of that stuff I got to let go because sometimes there have been times I have crafted the most logical, well-balanced response. You and I know it, I know logical, well-balanced Listen, responses. And you hear backspace. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well because it, they, they will still find some type of way to miss the point willingly or unwillingly. I don't know the IQ. I don't know what's happening. It's just, it's too draining for me. No, let me yeah. tell y'all viewers and listeners, Michael, what Michael says it. is so true. Michael, what Michael just said is partially changed my life. I have seen... <laughs> with my own eyes, Michael Kraft, these mm-hmm. like checkmate ass emails, text, essays, mm-hmm. like where it's airtight, like it's a checkmate. You can't go nowhere. And the person right. just sidestep it all and just like, you know what? I want to play checkers, bitch. Fuck that. Right. And it's like, <laughs> um, but he, too much and, just, and just act like he ain't saying, you know what? But that's, mm-hmm. that's all well and good. Cause one thing I, don't, I haven't forgotten, you know, I don't want to confuse the people. So that's, that's smart. <laughs> Everything you just said, but I don't want to confuse, I don't want to confuse right. everybody. So we just go, I'm like, okay, you better just mm-hmm. sidestep all the knowledge. And so right. it's, no. some people, if they want to be, <laughs> it's like I tell people with teaching voice, I can teach you all the techniques. But if you yeah. want to make yourself sound a certain way, you're going to do that regardless. Yep. Like if, if you're like, you I want to sing on my throat, you're going to sing on your throat. And so I feel yeah. like um, you could show if somebody, one thing I finally learned after all these years, you can't mm-hmm. save someone who doesn't want to be saved and you, you can't can. heal someone. You just can't heal someone. You can guide someone to healing, but they have to do that on yeah. their own. And you yeah. can't teach someone who doesn't want to learn. If, they, if they're right. not receptive at all, there's only mm-hmm. so much you could do. You can plant seeds that maybe will bloom later, but yeah. you can't. You can't like rack your brain just like why can't they get it? If they don't want to get nah, it, they don't want. They won't. And the earlier that I pick up on that, now the quicker I'm out. I'm like, okay, got it. Truly, Tyler, you know save what I mean? yourself so, a bunch of stress. Yes, yes. Exactly. Save it. Cause who ain't got the time? Is me. Right. For real. It, it makes me think too. Um, well, no, that's not appropriate. But that um, try Jesus, but don't try me. Oh yes. All right. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> One of my friends sent me that song. He was like, he said, "This sounds like something you would sing." <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can see you doing that with harmonies and, and everything. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, 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 oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go, you got it. 
No, I was going to say that one of the last things I wanted to briefly talk about, I guess we kind of talked about this already. I was looking at some things we wanted to discuss is um, should we discuss politics with friends? Oh, yeah. So where I'm at with that now, um, I mean, yes, no, maybe, you know, it depends or whatever. You know, I, I do have friends who have, you know, various views about politics. And I do, I, I will say this, I don't think that it's politics on one end and then values and personality on the other. No, they're intertwined. Like your politics speak to your values to some extent. You know what I mean? So if you're backing this candidate or you if you believe this politics, then that is an expression of how you feel about life on several levels, you know? So I think that it can be enlightening to know how each other feels, you know? Mm. But it can be a slippery slope, you know? But I, I just, I don't know the type of relationships I want to have is that I want them to be transparent enough where we can have these discussions. And then even if we disagree, that we can discuss it and see where we go from there. But I don't want to like have to be hiding something. You be hiding something. And I don't really know you like that. I mean, like yeah. I know you, but I, obviously I didn't know you. You know what I mean? So I think that friends should be able, friends should be able to have those discussions. Um, but just be prepared. And yeah. I do think certain discussions might warrant you no longer being my friend. I'm going to hit you with this yes, right quick. Yes, yes. And that's happened. That's happened. Like, we can disagree and still love each other unless right. your unless. disagreement is rooted in my oppression, in denial of my humanity, and right to exist. And that's from exactly. Robert Jones Jr. I just want to be clear that it's not a James Baldwin quote. He runs a blog called Son of Baldwin. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are like, that's James Baldwin. It is not. Yeah, it is yeah. Robert Jones Jr. Um, yeah. It is often attributed to James Baldwin erroneously. But that, but because right. I, I see all this, like, we can disagree and still be friends. Maybe, no. unless no. our disagreement is rooted in, in my being oppressed and dehumanized, right. then no. Like you said, sometimes your politics yeah. involve me not being seen as a full human being. Exactly. I can't just look past that casually. I, I can't. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right, exactly. Sorry, no. Yeah. You that's know? not, that's not okay. If you want the more in your face version, what did that meme say? We can disagree about pizza toppings <laughs> but we and still be friends, <laughs> but not racism, bitch. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, right. It literally says bitch. So and, me. And, and I <laughs> but know people, for real, though. I know people say never discuss religion and politics with, amongst friends. I disagree with that very much so yeah. because I know that just from knowing y'all, um, mm. part of my coming out was partially because, not that it's all on y'all, but no, hearing mm -hmm. both of you, I think y'all were both ahead of me in some ways in terms of like detangling yourself from religion, um, mm -hmm. which is funny because I feel like, Michael, you were definitely deeper than all three of us. I mean, <laughs> you were the deepest one in out of the three of us, but you also got yourself all the way out. But, um, but you got, you got, I think DeMarcus was out of it first, maybe before he met us, but, but you got out before me. And I thought, I, thought I, I didn't think that's how it would happen, but I feel like you... You did what the old folks said. You educated yourself right on out of it. But um, like, <laughs> like that's what the, that's what old folks fear would happen. You learned yourself. You know what happens when you reading all them books? I, but books. it's just so funny. I'm laughing to myself because Demarcus definitely was out of it before even before I was because I remember I was on my way out mm -hmm. and my my the theology was starting to change. And it was a mm -hmm. book I had from a Christian theologian who was very very liberal. So I was at that mm -hmm. I was at that step, you know. And I remember talking. This is when I first met Demarcus. I remember talking to Demarcus and I was like. <laughs> You know, I had this book, you know, and I was like, and you know, you might like it, you know, and it's like liberal <laughs> theology about Christianity. And it was on the phone. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. And I could just hear it in his tone. And he was like, read And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do my Christian duty. But sure enough, I don't even need the book no more either. But my whole point is, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, was it's like, a process. Mm -hmm. I don't need yeah, that book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, had, I had many a book as well. And I think that a lot of it yeah. got to the point where yeah. talking to y'all, it wasn't yeah. the whole thing, but it was a major factor in helping no, me yeah, to kind yeah. of to kind of um, get out of my mm -hmm. brainwashing because I think I right. just I was just so deep, and so I'm so grateful. I'm yeah. grateful that y'all. Uh, like another thing, I'll share with you this quick. So I'm gonna be so transparent. I don't know if I've ever mm -hmm. told y'all this before, but I'm gonna say the story anyway. I have mm -hmm. compassion for people who are racist. I'm explaining. You're like what? Whatever. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a racist apologist. But yeah. I know what it's like to be brainwashed and not know that you're brainwashed. And I don't even mean just from religion. But I was talking with Marcus recently, my, my, my younger brother. And we were talking about how we was, Marcus, you ever have a moment where you look back on something from your childhood and realize that was fucked up. Like, like it just hit you. Yeah. Yes. Like you're like, like just kind of almost out the blue. And you're like, that shit was fucked up right there. And so Marcus and I were talking, like maybe like literally like a few days ago. 
And he had a moment where he was like, Eric, we grew up with this Creole book, because you know, we grew up in New Orleans, which is like growing up in a different country. And part of that is the black experience in New Orleans is very unique. Colorism is everywhere, yes. But in New Orleans, it's 1940s real, at least, you know, you know and, and, and it wasn't as bad for us. I think we thought we was kind of free of it, but we realized now growing up, we were still, we was in it, in it more than any other, more than most black people throughout the United States. Um, it, was, yeah. it was deeply interwoven to the co- culture. And Marcus was like, you know, fuck that Creole bullshit. Like we grew up in some bullshit. And I was like, Marcus, He's like, I'm just now realizing how fucked up so much of what we, taught, what we were taught was. And I'm going to tell you all this. When I was in high school, <laughs> please hear the whole thing. Don't just turn me off um, if, you're, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this. When I was in high school, I was casually talking to some of my friends from my sophomore year of school about how dark-skinned people commit more crimes. Mm. You know, and I was very casually just telling them, you know, dark-skinned people commit more crimes than lighter-skinned people. I didn't put no sauce on it. There was no particular energy. I didn't hate dark-skinned people. I did assume mm-hmm. that they were more prone to, they were more inclined toward criminal behavior. I did assume mm-hmm. that I was better than them. I, mm-hmm. I did. I just assumed it was a fact. I didn't, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of energy behind it. I was just, mm-hmm. nobody sat me down and said that. But like me and Marcus mm-hmm. were talking about, the message was echoed all throughout the Creole community. We were black plus. And that, and that mm-hmm. was very clear. That was made very clear. Mm-hmm. And it was a very clear hierarchy. And I still have mm-hmm. members of my family who are still trying to undo it. Um, but I said it to say, when I said this to one of my friends, I had very intelligent, I had very wise beyond their years kind of friends who not only mm-hmm. cursed me the fuck out in the way that I need to be cursed out, who were like, nigga, the fuck? What the mm-hmm. fuck? But they actually educated me. They actually broke yeah. down stuff for me. They introduced me to literature. They talked to me and they helped me come out of it. Mm-hmm. And this is the short version. But my point is, when I said the things I was saying, I had just grown up and just, I'm not even going to say where I heard it. It was coming at me from every fucking direction, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it was just the background noise of my life. And so mm-hmm. I didn't even know that I was saying something inflammatory. It's like me saying Michael's wearing a white t-shirt. Mike's wearing a white t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Dark people can make more crimes. But right. That's how, that's how yeah. whatever. So I know what it feels like. And, and if they hadn't, if I, I, I wonder what would happen if I had gone to one of the more Creole schools in New Orleans where there are people who probably wouldn't have pushed back or a white school yeah. where people might have either been silent or maybe agree with me. When would mm-hmm. I have been awakened to that? At what point would somebody have snapped me out of it if I was never? So I think, I know how it is when you're raised in a situation where... Um, you just have these uh, beliefs yeah. and you just, I didn't know there was anything to be fixed. I didn't know there was yeah. anything mm-hmm. to be ashamed of. Yeah. I was like, it's just a factual thing. So, and mm-hmm. I'm not even white, obviously I'm visibly black, but, but right. I still had these, but I still had these mm-hmm. ideas. And I was around other black people. I had the truth mm-hmm. walking all around me. Mm-hmm. I saw intelligent, educated, you know, um, kind hearted black people all over the place of all different yep. shapes. And I still, mm-hmm was saying this stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm kind of trying to have compassion because I, I've been thinking back on how like, I know what it is to being brainwashed. Mm-hmm. I know what it is to feel superior to everybody in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know what it is <clears throat> to be brainwashed. And I know how, mm-hmm. how intoxicating it is to be so sure that you're better than someone because of your skin color or because the creator of the universe has ordained it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a great yeah. feeling to just know that you're superior to people. <laughs> it's yeah. fucked up. And you need it to be is. snapped out of that shit because it um, <laughs> it's even better feeling to be awakened from it. But right. it's intoxicating to have that kind of certainty, um, mm-hmm. especially because it feeds your ego because yeah. Yeah. ego dictates that you only know your worth through hierarchies. That if, mm-hmm. oh, if you're great, someone has to be lesser because comparisons. it's the yep. only way uh, until you realize that your value is immutable because you exist. But until you reach that right. place, you can only find your value through knowing who you're better and worse than. And so, mm-hmm. and so you create these myriad hierarchies that, that we do based mm-hmm. on whatever the fuck, money, body, size, skin color, family, race, whatever. Shit. So it's, it's all over the place. But so I, I'm holding, holding some space. I might still distance myself and be like, I'm gonna love you from over here, but I don't mm-hmm. have the hate that I used to have for some of these people because they're just ignorant, as was I. They're yes, just right. stupid and ignorant. And I know, I know how it is to be stupid and ignorant in that way. So, right. yeah. Come on, Amen. testimony. Yeah.
<laughs> Some people in my family are gonna be so mad that I'm even sharing this. But like, and I don't, well, know, I don't even mean my immediate family. But I could tell y'all some, <laughs> I could tell y'all some some stories. But growing up in New Orleans was very, very different. It's just a very. See, different. that wasn't my. That wasn't much of my experience in, for me growing up. I mean, other than, like my when when some of my family members would make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, you know, yo, yellow boy, oh light skin, think you better than you know. Just, I was like, what the, what the fuck did I do? I'm just, I'm going to the kitchen making a sandwich. What the fuck y'all talking about? It's definitely <laughs> a black experience. That's definitely part of the black experience. Yeah, it's a, just yeah. general colorism. But which this was funny, Demarcus. I was called blackie by my cousins. You know, mm-hmm. by people you know. You know, so I was called I was called Blackie growing up, and that was like the thing. Which, of course, there's nothing wrong with being dark skinned at all. But that just shows mm-hmm. you how skewed. Because mm-hmm. I grew up with Casse Blanc yeah. people in my family, or Passe Blanc. What a lot of people would say, even though we know like pr- correct French pronunciation would be like Passe Blanc. But um, it's just we. So my point is this: just what Demarcus just said. It's all up and through our community. I had it on steroids where I was growing up <clears> because <throat> of the history of New Orleans. But, um, mm-hmm. but we know, I feel like I just warn black people not to get too sanctimonious and too self-righteous because mm-hmm. the only thing missing is the power, but we have mm-hmm. a lot of the same pieces to mm-hmm. be just as bad as these quote unquote evil white folk. We mm-hmm. already implemented, you know, with it, we're some of the only people I know who, who will set our gaze on fire. You know, mm-hmm. I told people in the African yeah. diaspora, like we like we will do cruel, atrocious acts to each other um, without white people helping, you yeah. know. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, we, we do some shit. We just don't have the power that they have and in terms of like the systemically. But um, could you imagine if we did shit, the gays, we'd be out of here. We wouldn't even make it this far. Well, I, th- I just think about what we learned in South Africa. Like a lot of people, a lot of the South Africans were telling us when we were there that once black people took over, they, they became even worse than the white people in a lot of ways yeah. in terms of like, um, like um, messing up housing and stuff for the people and like hoarding wealth. And we see what's happening in Nigeria. That's not white people. Mm-hmm. The it's SARS ours, thing is not, it's not white people that they're right. talking about. So Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I think we have to be careful with the whole, Corrupt. we're the holy perfect people and the white people are evil. It just right. seems like white people, <clears throat> power corrupts and white people just got it first. But I feel like yeah. unless we learn the lessons, what I see black people doing by and large is not saying we want to learn from not them and be lessons. better. They're saying we want mm-hmm. our turn. And yep. that's what's mm-hmm. concerning to me, especially mm-hmm. cisgender heterosexual black men. And I see a lot of black women supporting it, but I see a lot of hate. and um. What it always comes back to for me is mm, I'm on my side and I'm, gonna look at, I'm looking out for me and people in my circle, my personal people that I care mm-hmm. about and love because right. I don't really feel like I belong to any particular group because mm-hmm. black people love the fuck out of me until they find out I'm gay, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And gay people might love the fuck out of me until they find out some of my views on how I feel about the things that they think in regarding, <laughs> you know, I, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of inflammatory views. So, um... Yeah, so it's it's. I don't feel like I fit neatly. Like it's I hate people say gay lifestyle. Like it's like <coughs> my lifestyle, you know. People say <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> Y'all ain't living yeah, the lifestyle I'm living. Yeah, so right. This is too much. It is too much. Anyways, that's why much. I stay. I'm that's keep, why I live on Twitter. I'm gonna keep my peace. <laughs> it's hilarious. Though. Yeah, I love Twitter. It's it's great. But I'm, I'm all that long with the last way to say I'm glad that we talked about religion and politics for how, mm-hmm. however many years ago that was. And so I do think there's a time yeah. to talk about religion and politics with friends. It doesn't have do to too. be a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it has to be a bad thing. I think that people just need to... <sighs> people just need to be smart. <laughs> good, good luck with that. Okay. <laughs> because I'm like, it's okay to have different views mm-hmm. on certain things. Right, right. Um, because I think that prior to Trump being in office... If a friend, if a black friend of mine told me that they were a Repu- Republican, mm-hmm. like we might have had a discussion about it, but I don't think it would have really changed the friendship just based on okay. right. the past. But to specifically say you support Trump, yeah, no, no, there's no friendship there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel you. Sorry. <laughs> so if you decide to tell me that your affiliations 
your political affiliations were tied to Trump, mm-hmm. let me know. Just let me know. <laughs> I'd rather get rid of that. That's I'd rather that be gone out of my life in general. <laughs> Good, goodbye. It. Everyone has their has their limits, has their standards. Bye, Remember that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring that back. Can we start doing that more? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm curious to see what's gonna happen with how they when he's gonna get out the White House and this whole going to the courts and all of that. How long are they gonna drag this shit on? Let me tell you something. He ain't suing nobody. <laughs> But there are people who talk about suing him, and there are all these think pieces saying that the Democrats need to let Trump off the hook and not prosecute him and all this stuff. I know there's all this stuff about Democrats, not you one, you need to be kind to the Trump supporters. Oh, my God. Because they steal your fellow Americans. It's all over Twitter and stuff. I mean, I mean. No, sorry. I get that whole idea about (laughs) kindness in general. You know what I mean? I mean, both sides, everyone's just acting crazy. But no, it's... First, as far if he's done stuff illegal shit, then he needs to be prosecuted. You know they won't. I mean? So come what may. They won't. I don't know because I heard he's 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 made some enemies, you know. Yeah. And the only thing that was really protecting him was being the president. Not now, already. Man. You see people jump and ship like people are trying yeah. to defend themselves one exactly. by one. Yes. So, but I was happy Kamala and um and Joe Biden won. I, I was mad I put her first, but. But I was happy to watch. <laughs> and one thing, one thing that was so funny to me, have y'all seen the picture of Kamala pushing Biden on the, in the wheelchair and pushing him off the cliff? No. No, I have no. not. I think I saw, well, let me not say names. I saw a friend of ours post that. It was hilarious. I, one thing I saw looking at him was like, Kamala about to be the first female president. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, you know, no. I will say this. I don't mean that she's going to be voted in. I think right. she's supposed to be, she, we about to have a female president within the next few years. I said that three, two days years. ago. I said that two days ago. <laughs> he's, what, 77? He's only three years older than Trump. Now, that's one thing I will say that, I don't know. It's no. not just his age, because I have two grandparents that live to be 93. So mm-hmm. I know that you can be 77 and be spry and dipping and doing it. And being looks, vibrant. He doesn't seem vibrant, very vibrant. Yeah. Not to me. Not to yeah. me. And I like him. I don't have any hate for him. Well, let me say this. Because uh, I know people that you like him. What about the 94 crime bill? What I mean Which, is, by the way, yeah. if I can jump in just one quick second. Feel I mean, free. some people are like, fuck that. I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Trump did ask him about that. And Biden came out his mouth and he did say it was a mistake. You know, and I know some people might say, wow, fuck that. Okay, well, then, I don't know what we're going to do at this point. All I'm saying is that he did address it. So. Yeah, one of my friends was like, well, yeah. I hope that makes the people who are still in jail feel better. I was like, I, I mean, okay, true, I know, okay. Yeah. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. right. You're right. But at the same time, now we got to see what's going to happen going forward. Well, hold yeah. on, you know what I mean? Ain't going to be no more 2094 crime bills or 2000. And I think that there bills. are people who are doing the work to push. I think there are going to be people we're going to hold him to task. Yeah, yeah. We're really pushing. I don't think this is over. People like right. AOC, um, right. you know, Miss Cortez, she ain't playing. Like, there are a lot of people who I feel like, and he's, he's going he's gonna to fill his cabinet with knowledgeable people. I feel like he is. Yeah. I feel like he's <laughs> a white man, white peopling, as white people are want to do. Yeah. And I feel like he is more aware in certain ways now. But I do feel mm-hmm. like a strong wind can knock him the fuck out. I hope he makes it. <laughs> To be, to yeah. be I so because, because I no. think I, I really think Kamala gonna be the first female president. I you know, and the thing the thing about with her, um, yeah. I, know, I don't know how much you know about her record and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and I've the, heard a lot. Actually, people, she, but yeah, yeah I've, I've heard a lot too. And I'm like, oh god, the two mm. of them together. But I will say, in her case, a friend also told me that she's been pushing for trying to get rid of the bailout system. Um, because, you know, they say that with the bailout system, the way that it's constructed, that it really is discriminatory against poor people because yes. if you don't have the money, you know, for bail, then you're sitting in jail Absolutely. for a time, but rich people can get, can get the money easily. Absolutely. So she's trying to get rid of that. So I said, okay, so, okay, so some good stuff, you know, you know just, just keep the ball rolling. But, um, I don't know, y'all. I'm just, <laughs> I, like y'all, I am happy that there's a, a changing of the guard. Yeah, I mean, and so we're just going to see what happens, but we're going to stay diligent. The fight is not over. And and I do think that, like, I saw somebody say, "I don't like this whole like every time something happens, everybody." I'm I'm going to really ruin because she worded it so well. But this woman, she she worded it so much better than this. But she was saying that um, 
let people enjoy this moment. Yes. You know, of yeah. course there's more work to be done. Of course. of course. But can we also spotlight how we all rallied together to, for, this, for this good done vote and how black Thank people you. did it and how black women did it. And I, you know, one thing I told um, other Michael was that when I saw Biden and Kamala talking, I have never seen any president, not even Obama, acknowledge black people's role so bluntly. Like just yeah. especially black women and just flat out say it, not kind of hinting at it, not winking at it, not alluding to it, right. but flat mm -hmm. out being both of them. Like black mm -hmm. people, thank you. Black women, thank yes. you. Like, I feel like that was really- um, Absolutely. That was really powerful. That's, and I, I yeah, feel like, it yeah. and it, I don't think it's just lip service. I think it, it does mm. show a shift. I think I never felt like we were regressing. I think yeah. we are purging and healing. Mm. And there is a gross mm. phase sometimes when wounds heal and there's mm -hmm. pus and there's grossness and it's uh and there's infection, but it has to be, you got to lance it, you got to cauterize. There's a lot of grossness that can happen with healing. And I mm -hmm. think that a lot of stuff that was hidden is being brought to the surface. Yeah. I do not think yeah. that Trump caused it all. No. I think that he was merely a reflection and a manifestation of a large portion of the collective consciousness. And I think that he, if, if we really, if so many people weren't willing to receive that, right. they would have shunned it from the jump. Right. Exactly. A lot of people, he didn't have to do much because I saw people saying, you know, y'all are so hyperbolic. Does Trump never say anything that bad? I agree. If you just write the words, yeah. he didn't <laughs> have, but what I think is interesting is he didn't really have to say a whole lot to get his, mm -hmm. to get his people riled up because they were right. so ready to go there. They yeah, were so they were. ready yep. to go there because he, he yeah. was, it's just a reflection of a big part of what has, what was never healed. And I think it had to be, I think it was good. It got a lot of uncomfortable conversations started. A lot of white mm -hmm. people discovered racism exists. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I feel like there's a healing happening, but I also feel like we can all feel a shift in the energy. It doesn't mean that life yeah. will be perfect from here on out. It won't. There, there's a shift in awareness and there's growth happening. And it's sometimes it's, it's, it's unpleasant. Shit. But it's a zigzaggy mm -hmm. line sometimes. It's not just a flawless right. going up thing. And I think that that's exactly. really short-sighted and lacking in wisdom to be like, oh, mm -hmm. if it's not a perfectly this, then we're not progressing. I'm like, it, it doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. you know? it does. One last thing. Did y'all see mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live? I only saw one clip, a very, very short clip where he was talking about, um, what did he say? Oh, talking about now mm -hmm. we're safe, we're more safe now or whatever that you know the the new administration is coming in and he was like well i don't want to say it because i'm not going to do it like dave chappelle but i saw a clip but the murderous whites are all inside. <laughs> yeah yeah because they're all yeah yeah see i couldn't even yeah. remember the words correctly so i was gonna roll no, but, but anyways yeah that's he's problematic as fuck but i also acknowledge he's he a comedian, is but i also he acknowledge is. he's a comedian he and is. it's one of the things where i find myself laughing at things <laughs> that i know sometimes he comes out the demographics that i'm a part of but i'm like that shit is funny though it's funny yeah. And I know, but I feel like some people do need a little more leeway. I don't feel like he's inciting violence, yeah. but I, I, do, I do feel like he kind of tries to hit a little bit of everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was funny. Oh, please don't use this against me, social media, and cancel me. But I thought it was funny. I'm, but I, and I thought he I'm was very up. blunt. I thought it was a pressure release valve. Like, I felt like he was saying some shit where I was like, I can't believe he just said that. But... Yeah. Um, Especially on like prime time yeah. national television, was well, not prime Don't time. It was kind of late when it aired, but yeah. What you said? Mm -hmm. You said do white they people, love, people him? love him? They do. They do. Um, yeah, they do actually. I was actually because thinking to myself, like he could say stuff yeah. about white people that mm -hmm. no other black person could, and they will clap for him because he has a way of delivery that's really masterful. I think. I'm, you know, I, I'll admit, I have never watched a whole episode of when he had his show, and I've never seen a whole stand-up. You know, I've only seen, like, clips over the years. I think his so stand-up, like, to me, I know people love his show. His stand-up, to me, is funnier. His stand-up is his great. Show. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I, I agree with him on the reason why he left. The thing I didn't like about his show is the same thing I didn't like about Boondocks, the show. Mm -hmm. I love Boondocks, the comic strip. Boondocks, the show, I feel like there's certain stuff that black people get but white people laugh at it for a different reason than why we're laughing. And white people feel like it's, it permits mm. them to say and do certain things and, and permits them to lower their respect. Up. So yeah, because I feel like Boondocks the comic strip was smarter and Boondocks the cartoon, don't get me wrong, some of it was entertaining, but I feel like a lot of that, that's, to be a, that's, that's family talk. 
that's not for everybody right. to get to see. You know, because right. white people, I don't feel like right, they, exactly. they don't have the cultural context for it. And so right. they, they, they take it to mean something that's not meaning. Because, you know, Dave Chappelle, part of his whole thing of leaving the show, he realized at one point the white people around were laughing for different reasons than what he was intending them to be laughing. Mm. And, I, and I completely, when I would yep. watch it, I would think to myself, like, I get what you're trying to do, mm. but I'm concerned about how this is echoing out throughout mm. the, you know, yeah. So, but his stand-up, I feel like he's more aware of this now. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and don't get me wrong, there's some stuff with his stand-up that I just disagree with him. I just disagree. Mm-hmm. I disagree with some of his views on LGBTQIA. Um, I disagree with some of his views on gay people. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's hateful. I just think that he just doesn't know and doesn't get it. I think he... Yeah. It's funny because he's talked about how sensitive like the gays are, the alphabet people. But like, nigga, you went all the way to Africa because people was laughing at you in a way you didn't like. People was laughing at you from the wrong angle and you fled the country. But we're too sensitive? Yeah. Okay, cool. We don't even have refuge amongst all the people. So, that's that. like, nigga, you ain't nobody tougher than a black trans woman. She's a, right. like, she's got to deal with all the people you got to deal with. Right. Mm-hmm. Your demographic. Right. Exactly. So, her, exactly. her yep. own family might try to kill her. So, yeah. Fuck you. You know. But he still be funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck him. But something he's right. Listen, life is, you know, dimensions. It's complex. So more than one thing can be true at a time. So you know. But I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. So well, I you hope should, you guys yeah. enjoyed this jumbo size yes, podcast. We hope you did. We hope you did. So let I'm us know y'all's thoughts. And this is gonna go up like immediately, maybe even tonight. What time is it? Maybe yeah, because this is so. a, this is definitely a very like Mm-hmm. We're gonna like specific and yeah, we're gonna yeah. Jump in on so, it. just a couple yeah. of hints in the future i plan i think i can say this pretty safely we're gonna have guests like nelson blake the comic book artist mm-hmm. like tyler lewis who's an activist and i, I well let me not put words in his mouth <laughs> but he does stuff with government mm-hmm. I've, t- I've talked to some some to some guests who are going to be coming on the show soon the i'm excited time mckinney is coming on the show as well come on mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be yeah, cool. I'm looking forward to having the guests. I think this is gonna be. I wanted to wait until I got some people like really agreeing, and to my surprise, people are like, they weren't just like, oh sure. No, they were like, hell yes, I'd yeah. love to. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, damn. So we're gonna have people from all mm-hmm. all kind of things, talking about everything from music to health to mm-hmm. politics to to trans everything yeah. <laughs> you know i had to stop it because i was gonna ramble forever but yeah so that's all i got well this was great and i'm ready for the next one but yeah let us know y'all's thoughts though on the election everything we talked about mm-hmm. hit us up in the comment section Share. in the comment section in the comment section, in the comment section. <laughs> okay did that work yeah Okay. <laughs> I'm with it. All well, right. all right, y'all. Y'all enjoy right. y'all week. Stay safe because people yes. are still crazy out there. They are. Yes, they are. <laughs> See y'all later. Bye. Right. Peace.